Good morning, Raboisai. No, sorry, sorry. Stop, stop, stop. Good Vokh Raboisai. I forgot my tie. Lili Nishmasi Mimurasi Rusmas Mordechai. Today's cheer is sponsored by Rosie Jaffe. In loving memory of her father, Mickey Molrad, eighth yard side, Moshe Yaakov and David. And by Yaakov and Malka Slatis, Rufus Shlem of our son, Alti Yeshua ben Malka Chayo, and Slatis. By Dani Fine, would like to sponsor today's shir in the Zchus, Rufus Shlem for Chana Ito Bas Gittel, Paris Achoydesh. By Michael Bemela, or Bemelech, depending if you are Sephardi, it's Bemela. In memory of his mother, Devorah Fego Bas Shmuel, and father in law, Menachem Mendel Ben Elchanan, and the Zchus, to make it to Uman, Rosh Hashanah this year. I had some amazing emails today. I think I'm going to save them for Motzi Shabbos and Sunday. And these are also very amazing. And these I printed out a while ago. Hello, Rebelli. I'm writing to you from Cote Saint Luc, Quebec. I don't know how to pronounce it. But I, that I know, but Cote Saint. Okay. Um, Louis, thank you. My name is Shmuel Mayer Kravetsky. I really enjoy your shirim. I've been listening to you for about a month now. I've not missed a day, Baruch Hashem. Your enthusiasm is amazing. I've never done that before. I'm awake early every morning as my kids don't like to sleep in. So when I turn on your YouTube channel and start learning, my kids both say, Good morning, my boys. Say, ah. Thank you very much for the free Gemara Sukkah. You should be blessed as well as your family. All the best. Shmuel Mayer from Quebec. I would like to point out a few differences between your shir and NDY and Chutz Laaretz. Well, I could point out a big one. There's four and a half people in this room now. And if I was in Eretz Yisrael, we would have 80. If I was in New York, we would have 100. If I was in Miami, we would have 80. Chicago, Iraq, Chicago, everybody has 80 nursing homes, but they're not into learning the daf. You seem to smile more here at MDY, not so much there. Correct, there's a reason. You do not yell at anyone during the shir when you are there. I do, I yell at Aryeh and a few other people. You do not make fun of anyone over there. I do, I make fun of Aryeh and a few other people. You do not call me the shir let's, I do. Uh, This is Adam Gargir, Avi Gargir. P.S. Someone is trying to get the shir to Davin Sachsfar. Please bring back the old Rabbi Stefanski. Daniel Sarfati says, I hope you're well. I want to say thank you for giving the share every day. Your engaging sound of passion inspiration has enabled me to be Kaveya Itim during Ben Asmanim in London. So you have Quebec, London, and Ramah Bechemesh, and here we are in Irak, Chicago. And I hope to carry on all the way to the end of Nida. I really appreciate all that you do. Many thanks, Daniel Sarfati. And from Moshe Marvet, if that's how you pronounce it. Hi, I really love, people should start sending their names with Nekudos. I do better with the kudos. I really love your daf shir, and you really are amazing how much havas Yisrael you have. You hear this? I got this guy also. Louis, he thinks I have havas Yisrael. Oh, I do. That being said, there has been something that's stuck in my head that I have been trying to get out of my head for a long time now. In your interview on Meaningful People with Nachi Gordon, you said you chose Ramapet Shemesh because you saw a father playing catch with his son, and you said they, they were normal. Quote unquote. Now, knowing how much I have a Yisrael you have, I was a little disappointed. Just because this is something normal to you doesn't make it normal. Now, I got to tell you something about that story. 
So the person playing catch was Rabbi Simcha Sassman. I mentioned his brother yesterday, Yitzhi Sassman. Simcha Sassman is a Rosh Shiva in Eretz Yisrael, in our neighborhood. And he has a Hadras Padam of Rosh Shiva. He has the beard, the whole thing, the shirt, the white tzitzis sticking out. And he's playing catch with the sun in front, in front of his house over there. And I thought, wow. Normally I meant down to earth. Like, here's a guy that looks like a Chashav ben Tyre. He's playing catch. He's spending time with his son. I thought it was Gevaldi Gazach. I don't know what this guy is Titus on me. I don't mean normal, like, oh, that is normal. That's not normal. First of all, normal, everybody has their own gauge. And whatever you think is normal, that's fine. It goes based on what you think, not what other people. Okay. Today, normal is not normal. Lamashanet. But here's the crazy thing about the story. When I told him that I moved to Ramat B'Chemesh because I saw him playing catch with his son, I ate by him on Chavez once and I said, you know, and his wife started laughing. She said that was the first and last time they ever played catch together. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So Zazgocha Pratis. All right, Rabbi Isai, it's Erev Shabbos. I mean, it's Motzi Shabbos. Sorry, guys, in Erev Shabbos. It's Erev Shabbos. It's Motzi Shabbos. And I'm on the way to a Shabbos weekend with the Mishpacha. So we're only going to do one Ahmed today. Nah, chas v'shalom. It's Tmidim Kitsidron. It's every single day. It's a full daf. And Be'ezer Hashem, there's going to be a shir tomorrow night at 11.15 Chicago time, which is 12.15 a.m. in New York, to correspond with the 7.15 in, New York, in Eretz Yisrael. Last week we messed up a little bit. I messed up. I did the shir a little earlier and I went into the Israel and they all sat down in the base measures to watch it on the screens and there's no shir available. So we're going to do tshuva today. And on Sunday, I don't know what time Sunday, I still have to figure out, but there's definitely going to be on the day of the chasana, there's going to be a shir, whether it's in the morning over here at 10 a.m. or maybe at the wedding place. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. So we are holding in Dav Chov Dalit and we are smack in the middle of one of the most amazing, interesting sugis and shas, a person takes an animal and creates a wall for his sukkah out of an animal. Why would he do it? So it probably never happened in history, but it's a, it's a question of halacha. Can you use a living thing as a wall? Maybe it has different ramifications for other things, for other halachas. And in the mix, we spoke about a get. Could you write a get on a live animal? Can you use a live animal for Dyumdin, for Pasibiroiz, which we're going to go into? Says the Gemara like this. Kashi the Rib Meir the Rib Meir. At the end of the day, we have sort of a contradiction, which we address slightly. We're going to address it again. Rib Meir says, we are not concerned that if you were mafresh Trumas and Maestris into a vessel. Here, you have something made out of leather, and you say that 2% is Truma, 10% is Meiser, you go through the whole thing. But it's inside the leather noid for wine. So according to Remeyer, uh, we're not concerned that this is going to bust open and you're going to lose all your Trumas and Meisers and it came out that retroactively you ate, you drank wine without Trumas and Meisers. I'm not concerned. On the flip side, Remeyer says, I'm concerned that your sukkah wall made out of an animal is going to die. I thought about it for a second. Yeah, there's a lot of concern. If you take an animal, don't let it move for seven days, maybe there's a great possibility of that. But that's not, we're, go- we're not going into that. Are we concerned that human beings and animals are going to just drop dead suddenly? Remeir says no. And all of a sudden, uh, sorry, he says we are. Remeir says yes, Rebidah says no. So when it comes to human beings, Remeir is concerned that somebody's going to just drop dead and die. 
And, but when it comes to a bottle made out of leather, we're not concerned it's going to pop open. Allah, Rabbi Meir, American answer the contradiction. Misa Shricha, there's one thing that we know that's going to happen, and that is death. And it's very common. Doesn't always happen. Not every single leather pouch is going to explode. Why? The Gemara even explains. You can give it to somebody for safekeeping, and I'll make sure it doesn't explode. Now the reverse question is, is Shver on Rebuda. Rebuda says that I'm concerned that the uh, leather pouch is going to explode, but I'm not concerned about human death and animal death. Why not? Answers the Gemara. You misunderstood it. It's not the Pshat that Rebuda is concerned that the bottle of wine is going to explode. Beautiful. What's Breira? I have a whole bottle of wine, and I say that 2% within it, I don't know which 2% is this, 10% is that, some of it is truma, some of it is miser, it's all going to be in this barrel, it's going to be figured out when I'm done drinking. I become shicker, and then I leave a little bit of wine in the bottle, oh, very good. That's the 2% he took off, and that's the 10%. That's called Breira. And there's a question in Shas, could you say Breira, that there's a retroactive understanding of what happened? Rabbi Hudals, no, you cannot go backwards. It's unbelievable to say, yes, Breira. I drink and drink and drink, and everything that I drink has zero truma meiser in it. And it's only whatever's left over on the bottom of the bottle that it suddenly becomes, that's a huge chiddush. Rabbi Yudha doesn't subscribe to that chiddush. Ask the Gemara, okay. He's not concerned for breaking of the bottle. He's just saying that you cannot take truma and meisers if you have a problem. You bought wine from a kusi, right? Let's go back for a second. You buy wine from a kusi, and the kusi doesn't care about trumas and maestras. He cares it for himself, the Gemara always says. But not for other. When you buy from him, he'll sell it to you. Oh, by the way, crazy story happened to me. And I'm not the guy. I bought a nice suit for my son's chasana. Now, I didn't have time. I was running around. I was trying to prepare shia yesterday. And I couldn't, I couldn't take care of the shatnas. And he swore to me that he took out the shatnas. He knows what shatnas is. And he took it out. Now, he's a Jewish guy, but he's not affiliated. I, I, and I bought stuff from him in the past, and he told me he took out the shatnas, and I trusted him. One day on a hunch, I said, I'm going to send all my stuff that I bought from him to shatnas. Everything came back that was shatnas. So for years, I was wearing shatnas. Great. So I go to this guy again, like uh, the shaita I am, and I, we, it's me and my shver, we buy two suits. One for me, one for my shver. And he says, I'm going to take out the shatnas. I said, yeah, but there's a little bit of an issue in the past. But no, no, I'm taking it all out, and I'm going to show you that I took it out, and I'm going to put the shotguns in the pocket. Everything is good. And you don't, you don't even have to check it. So I told my shver, there's no way we're going to wear these suits for the wedding without checking the shotguns. Anyway. So I didn't have time. So today after Shachris, I go to the guy's house. At 8 o'clock, I knock on the guy's door. He's up. Reb David Zirkin, if you want to know. Great guy. He was at the shir, actually. He, comes to the, he listens to the shir. He says, yeah. I tell him I took out the shotguns. He says, well, I have to open it up. I said, you can't open it up because it needs to be tailored. And I'm, the wedding's on Sunday. He says, well, there's no, I'll explain to you, there's no chaz- chazaka, this has shatnas, and therefore you cannot wear it. So I thought the guy's crazy, because I took out from my pocket, I showed him all the stuff he took out from the, from the uh, thing. So he says, I have to open it up. So I said, okay, fine, open it up. So he opens it up and he calls me back. He says, in one suit, in my father-in-law's suit, the guy, he never took out anything. The shatnas is all in there, and he took out a fake piece. He just put in a fake piece. 
The other suit, my suit, he says he did take out the shatnas, but there's a lot of threads and a lot of stuff in there that he didn't take out, and therefore, according to some shitas, that's the real shatnas. And now he, Baruch Hashem, he did me a big favor. He is going to bring it to the tailor. I told him I'm preparing shear. I can't do anything. I won't have a suit. So he's doing it for me. A grace he's going to bring So anyways, you buy. Why? Uh, Lewis Colm saying that the reason why I had to go to the mikvah, my jet skin, I almost lost my bathing suit is because that shot is in my bathing suit. So how did I find it afterwards? It was the remez. Okay, great. So why am I saying this? Because when you buy stuff from people that are not 100% shoyim mitzvahs, like the kusi, so you can't buy wine from the kusi. Wow, this color is terrible. There's some big light coming in. Okay, we'll have to deal with it. And whoever was watching yesterday, because we didn't have YouTube, because I had a new phone, so everything was off of Zoom, and Zoom was terrible, the sound was okay, but the video once in a while jumped in, and there, therefore, Rabbi and Hirsch, I'm asking you to write a nice review. Say it was one of the best shiurim of all time, just the, the Zoom is terrible. Okay, Yishkoyach. Anyway, so when you buy wine from Akusi, you cannot, he tells you, he, they always say, it's maizu, chumusu maizu, of course I took chumusu maizu, right? When you buy fruit and vegetables, and I show from every store, yeah, I took chumusu maizu, but they don't. So, that's why you have to take trumas and maestros, but he didn't have a cleat to put it in, so he put the trumas and maestros in the actual bottle, and he said when it's left over, that will be trumas and maestros. Fine. Says the Gemara, but Rebid himself is, is concerned about the breaking of a bottle. You just said he's not concerned. He's only saying that there's no Brera. Again, Brera means that there's a retroactive understanding of where the maestro is. All these Tanoim, including Rabbi Yehuda, Attack Rabbi Meir. And they tell Rabbi Meir, yeah, I don't understand something, Rabbi Meir. How could you take the Trumas and Meisters and put it into the wine bottle? What if the wine bottle breaks open and you won't have any Trumas and Meisters to give to the Kayed? And then it comes out that you ate Tevel, which is a Chi of Misa. And you're drinking Tevel. And, he, and Remeir answers them, I'm not concerned. When it explodes, we'll deal with it. In other words, the chances are so slim, it's not supposed to concern you. Michlal says the Gemara, when Remeir says, and they asked him about breaking of the battle, Shalom Aleichem! Wow! Yeah, Be'emet. I, I wasn't kidding when I told you Chicago, Irakoidish. I wanted you to see it by yourself. Oh yeah. Come, come here, come here. Yeah, it's, it's a little... Now you know why I was complaining. We're not going to turn this thing around. Shkoyach for coming. All the way from Eretz Yisrael. Wow. No, I'm the Shatchen. This is the Shatchen. Ay, ay, ay. The Shatchen. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming all the way from Ramah Ben Shemesh. Unbelievable. You can, but I have to get you some food. <laughs> We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done? Yeah. <laughs> I just got an email about you today that when I said that you have a schos as if, as if everything, uh, as every time that you wanted to learn Torah, it has Torah, and you had, somebody brought a raya. It's great. I'll read it one day. Says the Gemara. So you see, and by the way, yesterday when Reb Shmuel Brazil walked in, I had no clue, but MS, I had no idea. And what was amazing is I was thinking to myself as I was learning, oh, we're talking about a tree house, a sook in a house, and I was thinking about the whole story. Should I say it? The already knows the story. 
I was thinking, so I wish Rebazil would be here and tell everybody, look, it's a true story. He doesn't make up his mice. Okay, Baruch Hashem, he showed up. His mice, unbelievable. So, what? <laughs> It's different Masechta here in America. <laughs> so at the end of the day, when Rabbi Yudah asks for mayor, Rabbi Yudah asks for mayor, but the, but the bottle is going to explode, so that means Rabbi Yudah believes in, explode, in, in exploding bottles. Says the Gemara, he doesn't, he doesn't believe it. I personally hold that there's no Brera. You cannot retroactively decide what was the, the true Meiser. But you... You were a mayor. The yesh breira, who says there is breira. Don't you agree that there's a problem? That another problem. Okay, you hold there is breira and you can do retroactive trumasamaisers. What about a simple problem? What if the bottle breaks and the wine disappears and the wine is no longer available for trumasamaisers? And on that he answered, I'll worry about it then. It's not going to happen. Ask the Gemara, okay, another question. What about the fact that according to Rebuda, we're not concerned about death? Well, we're not concerned somebody's going to die. Why not? But Nan, in my favorite Masechta, you remember what my favorite Masechta was? No, that's my favorite act. Yeah. Yuma! Yuma, the first daf in Yuma, daf bays. What does it say? It says that a Kayin Gadol must be married. And if a Kayin Gadol loses his wife, Ayim Kippur, his Avaidah is possible. So what do we do? We get him a reserved wife. So why? We get him a reserved wife. Here, come sit. Sit next to me. What are you doing over there? Once, once you're here, come all the way into the... Maybe I keep seeing off on it. Yeah, Vada. Here he is. Okay. Okay. They say I'm an attention seeker. Okay. Says the Gemara, but you're still on the screen. Move, get out of here. Comes from Eretz Yisrael, makes me crazy. It came all the way from Israel. All right. Says the Gemara, but we're distracting everybody. They're trying to learn Torah, and it's like there's a lot of editing today. So you hear the Shiloh? Why do I get a Kayan? Why do I get a Kayan, a reserved wife? I put her on. What's the word? Standby. Standby wife. Very good. Why do I put a standby wife? Because maybe the Kohen Gadol's wife is going to die. You hear the Shailah Tzaddik? You're up, but you got to listen. <laughs> I have four guys here in Chicago. One of them is on his phone texting. What is going on here? Hashem! Listen to this. The Kohen Gadol needs a wife. Why does he need a wife? He's married. Because maybe she's going to die. So what do we do? We put a standby wife. You believe this? The whole thing. That's right. That base. Very good. You're paying attention. So, so that means that Yehuda is chayshish for Misa. He's concerned that maybe someone's going to die. And in our sugi, he says, "I'm not concerned that I'm not concerned that the wall of your sukkah is going to die." Right? You, you learned the sugi on the plane, the yeah. the, the, the sugi with the, the animal yeah. being a yeah, good. You put a standby wife, because maybe she'll die. So he's a yeah, very simple question. Says Gemara, we already explained. Oh, the reason is it's for all of Klai Yisrael to have a kapara. So we went crazy, we went out of our way. Maybe, maybe someone's going to die. In a typical case, I'm not concerned that somebody's sukkah that's made out of an animal, the animal's going to die. But in, for kapara, that Klai Yisrael should, if she's dead, there's no kapara, it's a big problem for Klai Yisrael not to have a kapara that Yom Kippur. Great. 
What's the concern? The one said yesterday that we're concerned that the wall is going to drop dead. It's an animal, it's going to die. Or another concern is it might run away. What does that mean? These are concerns of the Rabbana concerns. A concern means it's only the Rabbana. In other words, Midari Raisa is a 100% good wall. If so, ask the Gemara. So if so, I can understand a mavoi. You want to put a, a, a camel by a mavoi? The whole mavoi is the Rabbanon. The problem of mavoi is the Rabbanon. The, the reason why I put up a lechi is the Rabbanon. So the Rabbanon said, don't use an animal. You want to talk about a sukkah? Fine. Chachamim are going to make exera and say you should be makbed not to use an animal. But by saying that this doesn't work, a goylo, covering a grave with an animal, and you're going to tell me the animal is not tame, that's a kula. Chacham don't have the right to make a kula, they have a right to make a chumrah. If midaraisa, this works. If the wall is a good wall, just Chacham said, don't use that sukkah, fine, they give me machmar on you. But if the wall is a good wall, and the ceiling is a good ceiling, they can't say this doesn't work, and this is not tame, it is tame midaraisa. How can they take away the tumah? Says the Gemara, Alamatna, Rebus Mitamishum Goyle, Vermeer Matai, Remes Tar. Elamarachab Yaakov, Gosover Mayor, Komachitza Shomez Beruach in a Machitza. You hear this? Are you saying? A Machitza that needs breath, needs ear to survive is not a Machitza. So if an animal that breathes, it's not a Machitza. In other words, it's only standing here because of some supernatural power that infused in it life, then it's not a mechitza. Something that you have control over, it's a mechitza. This is a little different, that if it's a mechitza that could be made by man, no, 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 no. Over ruach means, yeah, ayidei ruach. Hoimedes beruach. Ayidei ruach. Ayidei ruach. Not beruach. Ayidei. Let's say the size of the animal is part of the thing. Uh, oh, time out, time out. What? The animal that type of wood that's That's what we said yesterday. And, uh, so an elephant, that's what we're talking about. That's why I saw the picture of an elephant. An elephant is, that, that's not the problem. But according to this, it's a problem. Why? It has to oimedes beruach. It has to stand. An animal is not going to fall over from a wind. That's not what we're talking about. An animal is very strong. You ever saw an elephant blow over by a wind? A horse? So the point is, it has to stand. It, if it needs ear, it needs to breathe, it's not a mechitza. That's all it's saying here. So a by a goylo also. This needs ear, it's not a mechitza. Over here it's not standing. Over here it's covering. It needs, it needs breath. But some say a little different, and there's enough kimina. Some say, if it's not made through humans, an animal obviously is not made by a human being, it cannot be a mechitza. What about uh, a wall made out of stone? It could be made out of human. It could, a human could take it and, and create it, whatever. So that's why that's a good mechitza, might be now. But what's the difference between the two pshatim? That it, it needs. Oxygen versus it, it was not it was not made created by Hashem. Over here you see what it means. If you take a balloon, you make a 
like we had uh, in Miami, all those balloons, the MDY shape of balloons. So that is breath. Very interesting. Since it has, it's full of oxygen, it's not a good mechitza. You cannot make a mechitza made out of hot air balloons. Uh, so this mechitza that's made out of balloons, it's full of air, it's not considered a mechitza. But if the problem is that it's not made by human beings, this was blown, the air was blown into the balloon and everything through human intervention, and therefore it's a wonderful mechitza, Sponsored of Chavdal by the MD White Hill Group for all those who need Shiduchim Refusing Yeshuas, please join Tehillim.8mindav.com. Omar Mar, yeah? Mishum Rabbi Yisakhlili Omru, Afin Kaisin Olav Gitin Noshim. You don't write on an animal, you don't take a cow and write a get to a woman and give her the cow. My time is Rabbi Yisakhlili. What's the reason? The Sanya. Sefer ainli elo sefer. Minayin the rabbi is called over. How do I know that I could write a get on a microwave and give it to, to the wife? Kamaloimar vikosav lo. Because it says sefer. So I think it has to be like a sefer tire, like a parchment or something. But that you cannot put it on anything, on a plastic, on a, on, on a glass, whatever it is. Vikosav lo. You write it to her. Mikol makim on any object. So then what is the significance of the word Sefer? So it cannot be food and it cannot be something that has life in it. So therefore says you cannot write a get on an animal and you cannot write a get on an apple. If it would say sefer, you're right. It's not telling you udasa. It's not telling you on what to write to get. It's telling you what is a get. A get. Oh boy. Great. See the tsars I have here. I need you here. Here, take a look at this phone meanwhile. For some reason, it's not downloading the the YouTube app. It's already a day. Okay, so again, Sefer Christus is not telling you where it's written. If it would say B, it was written in a book. But since it says Sefer, it's just Sipur Dvarim. You have to write 12 lines, and this is what it says in the Get. The Torah is telling you what, it, what, it, what, what has to be written in the Get, but not on what it's written. My darshi bait. What do Rabbanon do with the vikasa? Money can't buy everything. Some people, that's happiness to them, whatever. You cannot buy a get or be megarish your wife with money. Why? Why would I think you could? I would think because of this pasuk. This, it says in the Pasuk, So I makish the two reds. Right? You remember this from Kiddushin? That the get. This, the Pasuk right before talks about a get. You give the wife a get. And it says, She leaves. She can marry somebody else. 
So there's a there's a, a heckish between Yitzia leaving and, and going into a new marriage. And now think that that heckish tells me that you could divorce a woman with money. Now it's working? How do you do that? Magic. I need you yesterday. So they have been a heavy because you see a value, my because of it, because of Komash Malon. Okay, so that's the Chiddush here that safer. The Torah tells us you can only divorce a woman with a get, with a parchment, with a paper, whatever, but it has to be written. How do you know that you cannot divorce a woman with money? Mesefer Krisus Nafkelei. Sefer Karsa Ve'ein Dover Acher Karsa. Okay, it has to be a safer that, that's Kairos. That is, Kairos means to sever the relation through a safer, through a book, through writing, and that's it. So this is the famous Gemara, that when you give a get, it has to be a full severance. It has to be a complete detachment. There's no connection between the husband and wife anymore, in any way. So Reb Chaim Kenevsky, I believe, said once, that the letters get, Gimel Tess, are never found in the Torah together. Is that him? Is it Rebchaim Kanevsky? You'll never find those two. First of all, the word get is not in the Torah. It's Sefer Krisos, it's Krisos. But Gimel and Tess are two letters that never ever go together. I heard another shot, another thing that I did here. I hope you can understand this. The word biyachad, I don't know who says this, but biyachad, togetherness, between the yud and the ches comes the letter tes. And between the word beis and dal comes the letter gimel. Together it's get. Togetherness are separated by these two words of get. I don't know who says that one. So, if somebody says, I'm giving you a divorce on a condition. On condition that you never ever drink wine. So what's going to happen? He's, she's always connected to him by this wine not drinking. Every time she wants to drink a cup of wine, she remembers her old husband, her ex. And that's not a crisis, that's not a severance. Wow, what a, that's a big one. Never go back to the Shver's house, the Shviger's house. He gets everybody there. So it's not a good get. However, if he says, if it's only, if it's, it has a limit to it, it's only for 30 days, then it does work. Why? Even though right now there's no creases, right now they are attached through the snai, but since eventually this snai is going to go away, so it's considered a creases today as well. Now, Ve'idach, we already he already used sefer krisos that you cannot get divorced with money. So how does he know this halacha? Mikares krisos nafka. It says krisos. It could say just kares. Could shorten the word from the fact that the Torah used a longer word. I'm using it for two drushes. Ve'idach kares krisos like darshes. This we have many times in shas. I don't. It's not true. The Torah couldn't have used the word kares. It doesn't fit in well. Krisus is the proper way to say it, and therefore I can't use it for two drushes. 
says the official Mishnah, the Halegi Mishnah, the official Mishnah is sponsored by official. If a person makes a sukkah between trees, and the trees act as the walls, now, the bottom of the sukkah is not on a tree. That was the other Mishnah. This Mishnah is telling us where the bottom of the sukkah is on the ground. What is the sukkah now? The walls are from trees. It's a big difference. Because now, we're not using the tree in the same way. Before, if the tree was gone, whatever, you have to go climb the tree, you have to get there, you might rip a branch. This is different. Not a tree house. Tree walls. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah Ksheira. We learned that a, a wall that cannot stand in a common wind of the ground, it's not considered Mechitza, that we had yesterday. How does that fit into our Mishnah? If you create a sukkah made out of trees, it's kosher because of Asi. The trees move back and forth. Now if you look in the Mishnah, I don't have a Mishnah with me, but in Tafresh Lamed, I think it was Sif Yud, if we learned the whole Masechta and we could fix one issue, I think that one issue should be these flimsy sukkahs that people put up made out of tarps. If we just learn one halacha from this whole masechta, maybe that should be the halacha. The, the mechaber brings this halacha and he brings this gemara down. That it ka'azal If the wall moves, now it happens to be, maybe it could be something from the chazanish. Chazanish says, what it means is that it lifts it up and a, a goat could come underneath it. And that's the problem. Okay. But in the Shulchan Aruch, it doesn't say that. The Shulchan Aruch says, in the Ramabri, if it just moves. And I think I once saw more than a tefach or more than three tefach. I don't remember. It was more than a tefach? I could not. I remember seeing there was a certain amount. Yeah, it's not like one finger breadth. But the issue, there is definitely an issue of a tarp moving in the wind, and that's not a machitza. And the answer for that is either build a wall out of wood and those uh, lighter sukkahs, whatever they call the plant, whatever, or put straps in every less than three tfachim so you have a lover that doesn't move. But a boy said, maybe this year should be the year that we get rid of these flimsy sukkahs. Baka'azi v'asal, asked the Gemara. The tree is moving. So what if it's moving? So what if your tarp is moving? Well, it passes the sukkah. It's not a good sukkah if you have a tarp. We're talking about older trees. The ones in California, a thousand years old, they don't budge. So we don't have a problem. But if it budges, you know, even, even the World Trade Center budged, right? They, they build these skyscrapers, they literally move a couple of feet. But something really old and, and, and tough doesn't move. But what about all the leaves and all the branches that do move? What if the sukkah is made out of that? And the, the, the Shukhanara of the Mechaber brings this also. That if you have one of these tarpy kind of sukkahs, he calls it a sheet, whatever, right? You, we make sukkahs out of sheets. You have to put in these hutz of adafna. You have to add wood to it. L- small pieces, whatever it is, but something sturdy that doesn't move. Okay, so you made a sukkah out of a tree. And the, the branches are, are all tied down and they have all this tough stuff in it and nothing's moving. So now what's the Chiddush? Why is it different than building a sukkah in a house? Everything's tied down. 
When it comes to, I don't know if you need to see this picture. Here's the picture of Hutzi Vedafna. It's tied down with these poles or whatever it is, but Kitzur, it's not moving. Going back to the Allah of Pasibiroiz. Here, pulled out this picture from Mesech Shabbos. You have a well smack in the middle of Rishus Harabim. The well is Rishus Hayachid. And everything around Rishus Harabim. So if I want to drink, I want to give my, my kid to drink, I want to give my animal to drink. How do I give him to drink? How can I move water from Rishus Hayachid to Rishus Harabim? So the eight said, the Rabbanon said is, I create these four walls called Dyumdim. Each side is one amma wide, and it, we, it, we vision it as if it's filled in. We fill in the gaps, halachically, we go from here to here, and becomes this entire area becomes a Rishus HaYachim. We discussed it yesterday, we discussed it many times in this Masechta, and in Shaz. So, Hayasham Elon, what if instead of this L-shaped bracket, you have a tree? Oy gather or a fence, oy mechitza sakonim, or another type of mechitza. Nida mishim diyumad, it works. You could, you could use it as a diyumad. Says the Gemara. So over here you see that you could use a tree. Even though it moves, but it's behutz of I did it in a way that it's not moving, it's sturdy, and therefore I could use it. Here's the picture. Let's say I have a willow tree. I don't like this picture so much, because willow trees, whatever. Fine, different time we'll print it out. A guy has a tree, like a willow tree, that comes down and creates a lot of... I, when we learned to sugya, I had a nice willow tree. Not today. But you get the idea. The idea is that I'm using the covering of a tree to create my, its own rishos. If there's less than three tvachim between the branches and the ground, I can use it as a rishos ayachet inside. But these are branches, and branches move in the wind. Look at this, he tied it down, you can see, tied it down, here's an enlargement, tied it down, everything is not movable. If so, why is there a limitation to the amount of Amas I could carry? If, if we have a Rishos that's a Carmelis, it's like, it's not livable, it's just a, a place for, for a storage, whatever it's called, a Carmelis, and that has a limit of how much you carry, and you can only carry two saw. So time, two so. Why is there a limit? Why can't I view this as a Rosh Hashanah? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. Who uses this? This is made for a watchman. And what is the watchman using it for? To watch something on the outside. He doesn't want to live on the inside. He needs it for the outside. So anytime, then this is a svar we had already in Eruvin. And that's why it's limited to two saw. Rabbi Isai, have a wonderful Shabbos and or Sunday. Great, I'm on. You forgot to look over here. How long is it on? Pause. And 
Bezer Hashem, Motzei Shabbos at 11.15 Chicago time for all four of the Chicagoans that are coming to share. And no, Motzei Shabbos, there'll be more people. It's Erev Shabbos here. Yeah, oh, I'm going to give it probably in the... Yeah, so two people there. Okay, so no live share here in Chicago. They don't appreciate it anyway. So we'll give it, yeah. No, Sunday we have to figure it out. We'll, we'll discuss over Shabbos. Good Shabbos, everybody.